everyone! Not too long ago, I went to a writing festival. It's Alex, by the way. <laughs> hey! Um, so, again, I went to a writing festival. I'm obsessed with them. I'm obsessed with festivals, workshops, panels, groups, everything. I am so into them. I learn so much. So, today I want to talk about one that I went to, which was, which was called Vancouver Write-On. It was like a few weeks ago. And I, obviously, I took some notes then, because you all know I... I'm a note taker, I take notes all the time because otherwise I will straight up forget everything. At the festival there was a workshop called Writing a Page Turner, which was all about writing um, books that target the human emotion that is fear. So how to make your reader feel fear, like physiologically, because like when you're afraid your heart rate picks up, you start breathing faster, you know, stuff like that. So how do you make your reader be afraid. This workshop was very fun, um, at times scary because a lot of the participants were sharing their scary stories and oh my gosh, they were haunting. Um, it was great. So let me talk about what um, the person said. The author, by the way, who was giving the workshop was um, S.M. Friedman. Okay, so Samantha said that any genre needs suspense, not just like um, a thriller or a horror novel, like any genre. To keep your reader going, you have to have some kind of question that the reader wants to know the answer to. And if you're trying to think of how to create some suspense, think about your own fears first and what you're afraid of and what manipulates your emotions. When developing a character, you can write what you know, but then otherwise, if you don't, you can do some research. But when you write a character, you can start with things that are similar to yourself and then anything that you need to add, like for example, if your writer has an occupation that you've never had before, then you can research that. But it's easy to start when writing a character to start from um, something about you because at the end of the day so many authors are writing about themselves um, and you can like find something in yourself and then branch off of that if you're looking for some inspiration. I thought it was so fascinating when um, she said that fear is the common denominator because that's so true like fear is something that like every human can experience. I mean maybe some people out there can't which is fascinating too but um, a lot of people, most people can feel fear and it's like um, it's very easy to understand and it crosses cultures, which is so interesting. All emotions, like including anger, are driven by fear. Or like they can connect to fear somehow. Like if you're angry, it can also be stemming from a fear of something happening or a fear of you losing something. Or for example, if you love someone, you can easily connect that to being afraid of losing them. Which is so fascinating and kind of like dark how you can connect like all these emotions to fear at the same time. And one thing that really um, struck me when we were at this workshop was that um, f that I like kind of came up with was that fear is like any fear that you might have can be said in a way that is about um, being afraid of losing control over something. So like if you're afraid of drowning, that's losing control um, of your body to the water. If you're afraid of getting robbed, that's losing control of your possessions to the robber, you know? You can, I find that fascinating how all fear, unless you guys, unless you, any of you can think of a fear that is not driven by um, lack of control, um, let me know because <laughs> all the ones that I keep thinking of, they're all about, they're all, they all can all be connected to, in some way, losing control over something, which I found fascinating. People have different reactions to fear, which is a great way to develop your characters. Because some characters, when they're afraid, they might, like, swear. Others might um, scream. Others might, like, freeze. Others might, um, like, run, fight or flight, you know, which I found so fascinating. That's a great way to develop your characters. How would they respond to fear? Personally, I don't even know how to respond to fear. Probably just through stress and, like getting really anxious. Smith also gave us a, like a little worksheet where she really had us tap into um, our own fears, <laughs> which 
honestly, when filling out this worksheet, it felt like I was at a therapy session talking about my own fears. Cause like straight up, she was asking us like, what nightmares? Question number one, or question prompt number one, list any nightmares or recurring dreams you had as a child. Does that not sound something like straight out of a counselor's office? <laughs> like, so that's what I did. And, um, man, and that's what everyone else did. And then she also, at the end of every prompt, she had to share things that people shared were like scary. People talked about how like they were afraid of, um, their house flooding because their house flooded once. Someone talked about how they were followed into their apartment. And then when they, got this strange feeling they looked through the keyhole in their door and they saw the person that they thought was following them like straight up behind the door so they called the police when i heard that i was so scared <laughs> literally that was such a scary story that person should write that into their book because that was that was terrifying everyone there was like getting shivers okay anyway um and samantha said that the more detail that you put into your descriptions the more real and gritty that it feels like for example if you're trying to like set the scene like even just like you don't have to describe the whole scene and every single thing that's happening in a room to make it suspenseful you can just give like select key details such as a tap dripping that people can easily picture and that it will instantly put them into this like sense of suspense and a dark mood because you know we've all seen movies and so we connect that easily i thought that was a great tip just like select details rather than trying to maybe describe everything or give really vague details select things things that stand out Maybe not even something as generic as a tap dripping, but something that you can come up with that's even more interesting. Um, that's a very fascinating detail that will stand. Uh, that is a very fascinating detail. I swear I talk way too fast. That is a fascinating detail that will stand out and people will remember and it will easily put someone into the scene. But you don't want to do things that are too cliched um, because no one likes cliches. So after she had us delve into our childhoods, the next prompt was list 10 fears that you have as an adult and i found it interesting to think about how they would change from a child to an adult like after you've been like ruined <laughs> ruined after you've been you know more developed and more shaped by society which i feel like not shape you in the best way i thought it was fascinating to think about how your fears change so i i encourage you to try this out because these are some good prompts like they will give you some ideas for things that you can write into your story to add fears because you can just add your own fears at this prompt it was when i um started thinking that all fears seem to stem from this loss of control like some things that i noted was like as a kid i was afraid of getting sprayed by a skunk which is like losing control of you know your environment because a skunk is doing something that you can't control um and then as an adult i was I'm afraid of like the bus getting crashed into, which again is loss of control because you can't control the road. I loved hearing what everyone else was saying because other people's like writing down, other people's writings down were very interesting to hear. This is a fun, fun workshop. The workshop actually started with us watching a video about um, this little child that went randomly missing in a parking lot like back in the 80s or something a long time ago and still hasn't been found. And it was like a pretty like creepy video like talking it was like a news story and man that was pretty scary and on the next page this is when it really turned into a therapy session because um the prompt became to choose one fear and to really think about its background like think about where did this fear come from was it a particular incident in your life that contributed to this fear or was it like a collection of things and then using five sentence five senses Detail how you feel when confronted by this fear. So, like, what happens to your physical body um, in terms of, like, 
all five senses um, when you experience the fear or even when you simply think about it. I found this very interesting to do to write this out because it like really gets you thinking about yourself and like the things that have contributed to your fears throughout your whole lifetime. These prompts were great. This highly made me want to check out S.M. Friedman's books because um, she she has one book where it's like about this uh, these kids who are brainwashed um, into thinking that they're better than everybody else because they have these like psychic powers or something. But then one character runs away from the home and like tries to expose them or something like that. It sounds really good so I really want to check her books out. Next on the um, sheet, the prompt was about creating a main character. Samantha had us had us write down five physical traits of someone that we disliked. Write down five physical things about someone you don't like. And this is when creating a main character. And after that, she had us write five personality traits about someone that we do like. And I found that very interesting to combine like the things that you don't like, physical, things you do like, personality, and put them into one character. Very, very interesting. And then the final prompt was to just brainstorm and use the main character that you created, combine it with one of your fears, and put that character into that situation. Um, and yeah, to see how they internalize the fear, to think about the different other characters that might be there and what their fears are, to think about how their fears shape them into who they are, and how their fears shape their everyday decisions in life. Another thing that was very interesting is that they said that you can combine two fears into one book. So. For example, this was said by someone at the, um, at one of the people at the workshop. I swear, everyone that goes to these things are so smart. <laughs> I love everybody that comes. So they said that um, they have this fear of running out of time to have um, a family and a career and then also having a fear of bed bugs. So they combine them by making a book where um, some family's money that they were going to use to put into an investment, they now have to lose it all because they have to spend it on um, fixing this bug infestation in their house. And when I heard that, I thought that was so smart that they came up with a way to combine these two fears. So if you can figure out a way to do that, props on you. Definitely try. This is, it's going to probably come out if you write out all your fears and then try to find ways to link some of them together. I hope you all enjoyed hearing what I learned at this workshop, at this festival. Um, I definitely learned tons. I always do. Let me know your favorite tip down below if you're going to use any of them. I would love to hear if they actually helped you. So thanks so much for watching. Don't forget to subscribe because I make a new video every Saturday and every Sunday. So I will see you next time.